The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the Source of Truth podcast and our daily live stream devotional. And we are grateful that you've taken time out of your day uh, to make God's word a priority and to just take a few minutes and let us give us give us a chance to teach you just a little bit of what we are what we are learning in the Bible. And so if, if you're following along, we're in Ecclesiastes chapter number 10. As we are coming to the conclusion, I mentioned this yesterday, I feel like it was just a week ago we jumped into the book of Ecclesiastes. I just feel like the last couple months in life has just flown by. And uh, so we were just a, just a, a couple weeks, probably a week or so, a couple weeks away from finishing the book of Ecclesiastes. And uh, as you know, I'm not in a hurry to finish books. I'm not in a hurry to do large chunks when we do these devotionals. I like to do smaller chunks, and so that way we can focus our attention on just one thought for the day. And so today we're going to look at a sim- uh, something like that. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, uh, we're going to start reading in verse number 4. The Bible says, If the spirit of the ruler rise up against thee, leave not thy place, for yielding pacifieth great offenses. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, as an error which proceedeth from the ruler. Folly is set in great dignity, and the rich sit in low place. I have seen servants upon horses, and princes walking as servants upon the earth. He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whoso breaketh an hedge, a serpent shall bite him. Whoso remove a stone shall be hurt therewith, and he that cleaveth wood shall be endangered thereby. If the iron be blunt, and he do not wet the edge, then he must put more to more strength, but wisdom is profitable to direct. So what we're looking at in this situation is where Solomon's still making a comparison here uh, between the wise and the foolish, or the wise and the term he uses is folly. Uh, and he said in the first few verses, uh, frankly, foolish people, those built of folly, are going to be seen. They're even going to go the op- you know, they're going to, everything they do is just going to be obvious to the world. And when they see wisdom, they're going to do the opposite of wisdom. We've mentioned in, in the book of in Proverbs, Solomon states uh, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, there are four descriptions of people, personalities or types of people, what we will choose to be. We'll be simple. We just kind of follow anybody. We'll be the fool. It's kind of in the middle. We don't really follow instructions. A scorner, they're, they're really pushing the wrong direction. Then there is the wise, the one who seeks after God. And so he's really referencing today the differences between that foolish person and the wise person. As we mentioned, that foolish person is somebody who has access to all of the great wisdom of the Word of God, the wisdom that has been he's surrounded by with parents and other authority and things of that nature, but he is refusing to follow the wisdom. He's going to do things his way. She's going to do things her way. And they probably have even justified maybe some verses or in their minds some practical reason why they're doing this. But in all reality, the Bible describes them as foolish or those in a folly. And so what he says in the first few verses, those people are just full of folly. And it's, they're, they're going to be obvious. No matter what they do, the world's going to see that that just that wasn't right. And their folly will not be easily hidden. But then he starts off and he gets to the next step of this group of folly. And really what we're going to see in the next few verses is we're going to see people who just have a tendency to overreact over 
the smallest of things. Uh, you and I have seen this before. My son mentioned the other day, uh, he's riding his motorcycle with somebody, someone, of course, uh, pulls out in front of him and he hits the horn and slows down quickly. And, and like normal, someone who cuts off someone else, you would assume all etiquette would stay. I was the one that pulled out. It was my fault. I'm sorry. A simple wave of the hand. I'm sorry. Of course, what does she do? She rolls down the window and starts cursing him out. Uh, folly. It's silly. It just absolutely makes no sense why that would happen. And a lot of it is we're embarrassed and our pride kicks in. But let's, let's describe a little bit about what we hear in this passage about how we can be wise when our natural instinct or when we see people and they, they, they show themselves foolish and they're foul. He says in verse 4, If the spirit of a ruler rise up against thee, leave not thy place, for yielding pacifieth great offenses. Now, here's what he's saying. If somebody in charge of you, some, one of your bosses, a manager, somebody who has authority over you in a place of work, per se, if they rise up against you, if they do something against you falsely, if what they've said is not accurate, if somebody has, has lied about you and said you did this and that boss immediately reacts, uh, you can do one of two things. You can just react and I'm done and you can quit and walk out or you can just call. Here's what he says to do. Leave not thy place. For yielding pacifieth great offenses. So here's the point. Let's say some accusation's been against you. It's false. And somebody comes to you and asks you about it. You blow up and walk away. What you've actually done is you validated the offense. Any boss is going to say, well, obviously it was true. Look how they responded. But if you respond in kindness and you say, and I'm not going to overreact. I'm going to be wise here. And I'm going to say, listen, that's not true. You need to go check out your information. But I'm going to stay my post. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to do right. That grabs the attention. The Bible says that grabs the attention of your management, of your boss. That immediately you say, it's not fair. How dare, how dare they? Well, give them some time. Act wisely. Do not validate the accusations of the foolish. Do not let the fools and the folly who would bring ac accusation against you to be validated by responding poorly. So he's saying we got to respond. Now, we've all at some point responded poorly, and it's either pride or frustration, or frankly, we don't do well when someone's just lying and everybody's believing it. It's a hard, complicated thing. So what, as we have all have to do, including myself, we learn to grow beyond that and say, I'd love to react, but I'm not going to do that anymore. I want to respond wisely. He says in verse 5, similarly repeating this, there is an evil which I have seen under the sun as error which proceedeth from the ruler. Sometimes people in authority, not all people in authority like this, and I would state, generally speaking, this is a very small amount, but you're going to find some in all kinds of authority, you know, random police officer here, your boss, maybe somebody where you work, even at a church, you're going to find somebody who for whatever reason just struggles with, they have problems with authority and so they abuse their own authority and doing that they make things uncomfortable what what we need to do is we we can't control them but we control ourselves a foolish person is just going to blow up for no reason we've all been around them a wise person is going to take time and consider that he describes in the last couple of verses of what we read what also happens to a foolish person he says in verse 8 the foolish person diggeth a pit and then he'll fall into it he breaketh an hedge and a serpent will bite him he removeth stones and will be hurt therewith, and he that cleaveth wood shall be endangered thereby. And so simply what he's saying is that own person is going to dig their own ditch and is going to fall into it. They're going to cut hedges and then be bit by a snake. A foolish person will ultimately be hurt by their own foolishness. They're, the person who wants to be ridiculous is going to ultimately respond 
it's also going to be hurt by their own folly. So the Bible tells us, answer not a fool according to his folly. And it's simply what that means is, when we see someone responding in a way of foolishness and folly, do not act in kind. Now we need to respond with wisdom to that, the Bible tells us, but we shouldn't act in kind. Don't become like them. Don't let someone else's foolishness which make you become foolish. And this is, again, where we find a level of counterculture Christianity. When work situations are seem unfair and all of those different things, and they might be, very well might be, but it doesn't change the fact that I cannot control that. But what I can do is I can respond differently. And I promise you from somebody who has been on the receiving end of people who respond wrong to you or somebody who has been in management, when you ask somebody and they blow up in this silly folly, they, most people sit back and say, okay, they, they're right. What, what they said is true. Because, you know, we use a phrase when we were working in management, um, the simple phrase is this, uh, the first sign of a guilty person is self-defense. When they react and blow up, well, they don't. And they're not always true, but that's what you're seeing. So what do we do? We choose to respond in a way that's wise, mature. I like to kind of say this when I, when I notice certain people reacting. I, in my mind, I just immediately thought to, that person is not acting their age. They're acting more like they're six or maybe even two, right? The terrible twos have come back. And we expect that from a two-year-old, but we don't expect that from somebody who's mature. And that's the point. Now, sometimes we do react because we need to, we're wrong. We need to get things right. But generally speaking, we need to learn that we should respond in wisdom. It's easy to see, and we know this, we've all seen somebody blow up, and I don't even mean for valid reasons. I mean, even Jesus overturned the money changers, and don't get me wrong, I don't think he just randomly blew up. He knew what he was doing. Righteous indignation is called, and there are times for that. That's not what Solomon's talking about here. He's talking about somebody who is just in folly. May we pick and choose when it's right, and may we just show wisdom. May we show a unique aspect of ourselves that the world just does not understand and show wisdom instead of folly. Thanks again for taking time to join us on this Tuesday morning and uh, giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. It is greatly appreciated. Again, if this is an encouragement to you, I encourage you to go, if you're listening to this, to Apple iTunes and uh, give us a review. That'd be greatly appreciated. Or share this, and maybe it can be encouragement to someone else. We do appreciate the privilege to be part of your day. Hope you're having a great day, and hope you have a great rest of your day, and join us again tomorrow. God bless. Thank you.